Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You know I'm from Outkick the Coverage, Sirius XM College. He's a part of the morning show on 97.1, uh, the fan in Columbus. Big Ten legend, NFL uh, linebacker as well, Bobby Carpenter. Welcome to the show, Bobby. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing all right, man. Uh, I, I'm thankful in a way that the Big Ten blew up college athletics yesterday because it gave you and me something to talk about on our shows here. As a Big Ten legend, do you like the move to add USC and UCLA to the fold? Uh, I do. Um, I don't necessarily like it as far as the history of the game and where we're at now as far as um, you know tradition and you know everybody you know pairing up. Like I, I enjoyed the fact that there was the West conference on the west coast i enjoyed the big east 20 years ago and so it's it's rough for me to see that that's what i grew up with but kids today like they don't have that same allegiance and i guess for me you know the big 10 if you're going to uh if you're going to make the move like you had to do something and they were going to go somewhere and so it made sense to go get them and now that's you know, really just the first of many dominoes that i think are going to end up falling here in the next uh next coming weeks bobby you mentioned, I'm glad you mentioned the timeline there, the next couple of weeks here. Uh, obviously, a lot of this is speculation, but what other programs do you think make sense for, for the Big Ten to, to target and hone in on to try and add? Um, well, I think from what I've been told, I've talked to a couple of my friends out in the Pac-12, that I mean, Oregon and Washington are pretty much uh, on their way. Like That's got to be voted on. It's got to be taken care of, and I think they're trying to let USC and UCLA have their day. But I think that's more or less coming. And with that, you get that gives you, you know, 18 teams. I mean, what's to stop it from going 20? And I think at this point, there's like a real desire to have Notre Dame in the conference. And so who would they bring in to pair up with them? Is it a Stanford, you know, to give them their natural uh, rivalries that they've always had on the West Coast with them and USC? Do you potentially go after a um, maybe a North Carolina and the ACC? I mean, there's a lot of options there, but it'll be interesting to see how this plays out in the coming weeks. Bobby, uh, it's interesting to hear how people view the next couple weeks, couple months, couple years pairing down in college athletics. Do you think we're going to end up with two super conferences, or do you think we might still have a, a window to get to make it three instead of those two we, that, that it seems at this moment a lot of people are predicting? Um, I think there'll be there's a window to keep three, but the problem is, uh, the ACC they've got a pretty restricted covenant to try to get out. I know their TV deal's pretty locked in, but it's not great, and so I think you'll still have remnants of the Pac-12 and Big 12 that'll be pinned together. I think you'll still have the ACC, but I think if there's teams that can get out of the ACC, they'll try to do it because they understand that it's much more advantageous for them monetarily to get out of the ACC and get it where you're going to be getting 40-ish million, maybe close to 50 million a year, whereas in the SEC and Big Ten, you're going to be getting over well over $100 million a year now you know, moving forward. So I think as you look at that, like, it's really tough to compete. I mean, you look at a Clemson, I think if they could get to the SEC, they'd probably love to do it because 
Now they're trying to compete nationally against Bama, against Georgia, against Ohio State, you know, and Oklahoma, maybe Texas, they get to be good again. But And all those schools are going to be bringing in in excess of $100 million, and you're running a $50 million deficit to them every year. That's, that's really, really tough to compete in the arms race. Bobby, what should what like let's say they add Oregon and Washington uh to 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 the fold here as they continue to go on and it, you know let's say they get to 20 or 22 or 24 teams it, should the focus all be about football or or how do you want to see them balance you know searching for the great college uh, basketball schools versus college football schools well, I think they've tried to balance that, you know, a little bit. I mean, you got UCLA who haven't won a championship in you know 25 years, but they're still a competitive team and they have great history. Um, I, I, the reality is, football makes all the money. Like people can talk about that in the TV rights. Like football overwhelmingly drives the bus. And so, when you're talking about expansion, you talk about other sports. Yeah, there's other sports that are important, and you want to try to fund them all, but to be, and to have good matchups. But the best way to do that is by having a great football program in a dominant conference because that's going to solve all of your problems and give you that capital that you need to be able to go out there and build new stadiums for your Olympic sports, to hire those coaches, to make sure you can pay for the travel. And football football does it all. I mean, it's a single, single income household, and football is that income. Bobby Carpenter, uh, longtime Ohio State, Big Ten legend, longtime NFL uh, linebacker, and uh, now with OutKick uh, as a contributor, now with 97 uh, won the fan as part of their morning show in Columbus, Sirius XM College. He is a multi-hyphenate on many levels here. Bobby, we did a super draft, a college athletic super draft earlier in the show. Myself representing the Big Ten because I was born in Ohio. Uh, and then uh, my board op is a Southerner, so he represented the SEC. I'm going to give you my roster of six teams I added than his. I want you to tell us who won the uh, show Super Draft. I drafted North Carolina, Notre Dame, Miami, Florida State, Kansas, and Duke. And he drafted Clemson, Oregon, Virginia Tech, Washington, NC State, and Stanford. Ooh, that's tough. Is this just football? Or are we talking about all sports? All sports. Oh gosh, uh, I think you got Stanford in there. Stanford carries the water in a lot of things. I I would probably have to give you a slight edge, but that's a pretty darn good list on both sides. I really wanted you to tell me that I destroyed him because I could talk a lot of bleep on that, but I respect you being <laughs> honest. All right, so uh, every day on my show, we do something called Five Burning Questions, and these are kind of meant as uh, as quick riff items here. Are, are you ready to go through our Five Burning Questions? Yeah, let's hit it. If the ACC wants to survive, what program should they uh, target to try and you know be the third super conference? Oh, my goodness. If they want to survive, well, I guess it depends on expanding their footprint. I don't think – I would target Notre Dame, but I don't think they could get them to come in full-time. I don't – you're not peeling anyone off the Big Ten or the SEC. I mean, I don't – gosh, there's really no great – maybe a Baylor. I think you'd probably have to go to Texas. That's a long geographic reach. I mean, you go off the coast, you'd have a West Virginia, potentially maybe a Cincinnati – but I don't know if any of those are really going to move the needle because the thing is, I think all the big branded programs have really been taken. 
All right, two. Which app or uh, website crashing would upset you the most and inconvenience you the most? Oh, man. Which app? Probably my Chase Bank app. That's happened before. That makes my day terrible. I said Amazon, but yeah, anything to do with banking, absolutely. Uh, three, best contract in the history of sports? Because oh, it's Bobby Bonilla Day. I mean, is that where we're going? I, I mean, that's a pretty darn good one. Um, gosh, I don't know. I feel like Keith Van Horn may have had the best one. His rights got traded for like five or six times after he had already retired. It was still making like $15 million a year, so... I know Bobby Bonilla is probably the popular answer around Bobby Bonilla Day, but I'm going to have to go with Keith Van Horn because I feel like he got paid a heck of a lot of money to not to play basketball anymore. All right, four, what moment would you like to erase in sports history? I mean, is this personal sports history or, uh, you know, my my viewing sports history? Either or. Oh, man. My personal sports history would probably be, uh, oh, gosh, there's a lot. <laughs> Um, it probably, it's kind of obscure, but we lost to Northwestern when I was at Ohio state in 2004 for the first time in like 34 years. And of all the losses I've taken, I mean, they were a good team that year, but that that's hard when you, when you're the, uh, when you're the person that has the asterisk beside him of, you know, who was the last time he'd lost. And that's the only loss in like 50 some years. Number five, give us a pet name in the street you grew up on because we're asking for your poor name. Uh, my dog growing up was named Toby and the street I grew up on was Wheeling. So Toby Wheeling, I think is what we're rolling with. That sounds like a good middle linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. That doesn't sound like a poor <laughs> name. That's just, that sounds like a really good, respectable athletic name. Uh, Bobby, yeah. you are really great, man. Really do appreciate your time. Thanks so much, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you.